Saturday Breakfast with Matt Webb on Cambridge 105 Radio. Now, did you know that suicide remains the biggest killer of men under the age of 45 in the UK? The one in six to seven men will experience a form of domestic abuse in their lifetime. And young men are less likely to go to university than women. Those are just some of the areas that International Men's Day, which is today, looks to highlight, along with a whole range of other issues men and boys face in society. Mark Brooks OBE is one of the UK coordinators of International Men's Day. He's been telling me more about it. Well, International Men's Day in the UK has been going for just over 12 years now, and it's really gone from strength to strength. And it centres on three key themes. The first one is about focusing on men and boys' health and well-being. Secondly, it's about raising awareness and, of course, funds for the growing number of charities that support men and boys. And also having this positive conversation around the value of masculinity, the great things that uh, men do, and also the great things that fathers do as well. So they're the key three themes that the whole of International Men's Day in the UK is based upon. And according to the International Men's Day website, it's also about bringing communities together. And there's lots of events happening across the UK again this year, isn't there? Oh, well, it's been phenomenal. I mean, last year I thought was brilliant. And we, we had around 400 organisations taking part in International Men's Day. And certainly what I've been looking at on social media and also the number of contacts I've had is that we're going to probably get to at least 500 this year. It's been absolutely phenomenal. And the key thing is, is that you've got massive organisations like big banks, big government departments, all holding events primarily for their employees. But also then you've got smaller organisations, for example, some pubs uh, running fundraisers for local prostate cancer charities. You've got universities holding debates. You've also got conferences and also lots of organisations really reaching out to their local communities and the men in those communities about how to support them Um, on with regard to mental health and also signposting to a whole range of brilliant organisations. The whole event, whether it's today, whether it's been the week before, and also there's lots of things happening next week as well, is very much an event that's community-led and led by women and men across the country. Obviously, the previous International Men's Days, there's been quite a big focus around uh, men's mental health. On Thursday, there was the uh, debate in the in the House of Commons in the main chamber this year. One of the big topics that was discussed was around men's mental health. And of course, suicide remains the biggest killer of men under the age of 45 in the UK. I take it International Men's Day gives community groups and organisations the opportunity to kind of make people aware of these issues and also encourage men to go and seek support if they need it. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's a real, really core theme. Um, 13 men every day in the UK take their own life. And these are obviously it's devastating for them, but also research uh, suggests that it also impacts about 125 other people per suicide, their friends and family and work colleagues and others. So it's devastating for the men and also devastating for those who care for them. That is a big issue and there's been a big, um, big promotion around the need to make sure that services that help men are actually better promoted and also are, are more male-friendly. Because one of the things that 
we as the International Men's Day team and others are really trying to take away the thought that the primary responsibility for men's mental health is actually men themselves, when the primary responsibility should actually be on society, their friends and family, and also on public services. So we're trying to take the emphasis away from the responsibility being on men. And that's why International Men's Day is really good, because it's a perfect opportunity to promote those services in every single community, all across Cambridge and Cambridgeshire, but also across the UK, that actually do support men and men's mental health. Some of those are like the official type services, like mental health trusts, but also more smaller organisations like charities, you've got MIND, for example. Um, you've also got organisations like Andy Mann's Clubs, Men Walking and Talking, and of course, Men's Sheds as well. And there's lots more beside. And staying with the mental health themes, something that Nick Fletcher, the MP who got the debate, the backbench debate in the, in the House of Commons, he was saying that there should be a men's health strategy to complement the, the women's health strategy and a minister for, for men. Do you think that those issues that you've kind of addressed there would be better addressed if there was a minister for men or if there was a men's health strategy to deal with them? Oh, absolutely. Because, because when you think about, obviously, mental health, but also other issues, you know, boys are behind girls every stage of education. And a fact I always roll out now is that uh, this September, um, 36,000 fewer 18-year-old boys went to university than girls. Boys are behind every stage of education. You've got 84,000 men in prison. You've also, uh, one in five men don't live until, um, don't make 65. So there's a whole range of issues. And the problem is, is that the government and others look at these in a very piecemeal fashion. So on men's health, they'll think, right, okay, um, men are overweight, so we'll have a, um, an obesity plan that also looks at um, um, male obesity. And then on the other side of the room, someone talks about the number of um, men who, who die because of heart disease, and they have a, a separate plan and same as suicide and often a lot of these issues are actually caused by similar underlying problems um you know why have men some men got healthy unhealthy lifestyles what's causing that what's causing male suicide um for example it's around um employment financial problems relationship breakdown but what you've actually got is a whole range of government departments doing bits and pieces here and there and it's not joined up and it's no one's accountable and also you know if anyone can explain to me why we have a minister for women which is really really important but we can't and we shouldn't have a minister for men. You know, you have people saying, oh, we, we, we need to see more equality. So how can you have one without the other? And it's the same with a, a women's health strategy, which we really need. Um, but why can't men have a strategy to deal with some of the issues that they face? Nobody has ever actually given a coherent answer as to why um, that can't be in place. So they're the sort of reasons why, why we need International Men's Day, but also a Minister for Men. And there were a number of the issues that were tackled in the House of Commons debate on Thursday. 
Something else I do want to touch upon is um, the rate of male victims of domestic abuse. One in six to seven men, according to the Mankind Initiative, which you are the, the chairman of as well, will experience domestic abuse in their lifetime. Domestic abuse, we often hear about talking about it being a women's issue, but that isn't necessarily the case with the alarming rates of uh, men experiencing domestic abuse in, in the home. Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, when we think about domestic abuse, if we're thinking about it from a, a modern perspective... You have to have a 360-degree view of these things. So men and women are victims, and men and women are perpetrators. Um, and what we're seeing increasingly isn't more men coming forward, but there still are far too many men who aren't being recognised, who aren't being believed, and far too many who feel that there will be nobody to actually take them seriously. Now, that's not actually the case, but more men actually feel that they've got nowhere to turn to. And part of the problem is this whole narrative around domestic abuse that actually it's only an issue that affects heterosexual women. And the reason I use the word heterosexual is because there's zero focus on women in same-sex relationships. There's hardly any focus on uh, men um, and hardly any focus on men in same-sex relationships either. Um, and we've got to get out of this mindset that domestic abuse only happens to heterosexual women because that is not the reality in Britain today. But there's also children as well. Children are victims of domestic abuse, aren't they, as well? If, if there's a, a parent who's being abusive and the, the child is seeing it, they are also a victim, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. And that's been a big change in the law, new law that came in uh, last year, the Domestic Abuse Act. And it actually does formalise the recognition of children in that way. And so the point I've always said is that if you've got a, a dad uh, who's a victim of domestic abuse and he won't leave um, the household and leave his two daughters behind. So what you need is a system that obviously helps the dad, but also helps him leave with the two, his two daughters and so for those who, who say, well, it's really only a women's issue, well, if you've got two daughters left in a violent household um, who, and the dad's the victim, then you're not really helping those women either. Something else that is actually happening next week, there's a conference happening, national conference around men and boys issues, and there's also an award ceremony happening. Just tell us a bit about that too. Well, the key thing about the, the conference, and it's in, in Manchester, is that we're trying to bring different organisations together and academics to actually talk around a whole range of men and boys issues, not just mental health, but education and also, you know, some of the socialisation of, of boys, um, you know, making sure that there's some good outlets for their testosterone when, they, when they're growing up. And also um, other issues about, you know, why so many young men and men, men in prison. And so we're bringing together experts, not only from charities, but also from the world of uh, academia and public services to actually discuss these issues and talk about uh, what the solutions are, including around fatherhood and the challenges that fathers have, um, including postnatal depression, which wasn't something anyone recognised even five years ago, through to obviously issues around paternity leave and, um, and parenting in general. Also, there's some awards. There's five awards, which are uh, basically looking at celebrating and marking and recognising those great people 
who do so much for men and boys, um, not only in terms of campaigning, but also on communication campaigns and also actually in the services that they provide. And if I'm right, aren't you one of the nominees? (laughs) Thank you very much, Mark. Yes, I am. I'm nominated in the public understanding category. So um, we'll have to wait and see what uh, what happens and if I win it. But even just being nominated in that category means something because obviously I've been doing a lot of stuff around men and boys issues for quite some time now with my Talking Men series. So it was an honour to be kind of being shortlisted for it. But um, yes, and also being in the running with some, some other great men and women as well because it's a mixed category, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And this is a great thing about all of us who are working... Uh, to help men and boys and their their well-being and charities. So this is very inclusive. So lots of organisations that support men and boys have been set up by women. Um, Calm, for example, um, that's not quite just about men now, but Calm was set up by a woman. Um, Also, Lads Need Dads, which is a fantastic organisation based in Essex, run by uh, one of the teams, Sonia Shalji. Um, So that, for example, set up by uh, a a fantastic woman. But also, going back to International Men's Day and the events, I would say about half, if not more, of those events for International Men's Day are actually being organised and created by women. And finally, Mark, can you just give us the details for the International Men's Day website for people who want to get in touch and maybe someone wants to organise a last-minute event to take place today? How would they do that? The website is ukmensday.org.uk. There's lots of events on there, lots of facts, but also go on social media and just look at the hashtag International Men's Day and get involved. You'll see thousands and thousands of uh, messages about International Men's Day. So please feel free to add yours too. Mark Brooks, thank you very much for joining me on Cambridge 105 Radio today. Mark, thank you. Absolute pleasure. Thank you and thank you for everything that you do.